The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of The Health Hero Show. Today, I've got Dr. Keith Moeller in the house. Very excited to have him back. He is the brainchild behind um, our silver, our nano silver products um, and our chemical free body detox and nutrition supplement line. And um, I, again, you know, I'm always trying to find stuff that's going to better my life. All right. And I've known, I've known for, you know, that's what everybody's trying to do, right? We're all trying to better our own lives. And for me, when my I got wakened up back to what real health is, and that it's basically nature, and I'd been disconnected from it back in 2011 when I woke up, I started getting all these results because I had new information. I was able to take different actions in my life, and it produced better results. And the more I got, the more I kept doing it and looking for more and more. One thing that uh, our formulator, which most of you guys know, Dr. Scott Treadway, he was big into silver. In fact, he was making his own silver. And I was buying it, and I was promoting it. I was promoting colloidal silver. So we're going to get, actually get into colloidal silver today and what that really means again, just to, as a fresh uh, freshen up in case we talked about that last time. But if we didn't, it'll be brand new. It'll be awesome. So I, I'm, I'm promoting colloidal silvers for things like, you know, when you go travel. We had airplane protocols. We would have people, and I knew that if people drank colloidal silver, it would knock out some bacteria that might not should have been there in a certain amount, but it would also knock out the, the good ones. And so I was telling people, put it up your nose in a spray, two shots up your nose, each nostril, every hour on the hour when you're in a plane. And we'd also have them put some what's called cell food, which are these oxygen drops in their water and drink that to get more oxygen in the body. And maybe a drop of uh, certain types of essential oils like eucalyptus or clove, um, lemon, uh, combinations of these things all and so that they would be have a defense which we're going to be talking about today they would have a first line of defense to protect themselves because most people go on airplanes you know 10 15 percent of them get colds and flus and all that kind of stuff and so we wanted to help them with that because people don't want to travel and go somewhere fun or see family and then get sick it's no it sucks for the holidays and that kind of stuff so i've known about this stuff i've known about silver um, if you do the research on it, silver goes way back. I mean, they were putting silver coins in water to purify it and all this stuff. It was one of the original antibiotics. So Dr. Treadway was big on it, and I was just about to buy my own silver maker at home. And then I ran into Keith. And thank God, because he's my silver maker now. I don't have to make it. <laughs> it made my life a lot easier. I just buy it, and I drink it, and I use it. So Keith, welcome to the show again, my friend. Thanks. It's always a pleasure to join you, Tim. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, um, again, your backstory, if you could just tell us the the one-minute version, because people, you know, so for the new listeners, possibly haven't heard you before, like back in the silver mines and your father and all that, and then through your naturopathic degree into what you're doing today real quick. Okay, so uh, my background is that actually I have degrees in business management, finance, international business, I'm a certified natural health professional, 
and then I have a doctorate in naturopathic medicine, which I got. Um, so I can do a lot of science with a lot of groups all around the world. So I've been involved in silver in one way or another for about more than 40 years. And I've been working with uh, different groups on different silver products for health and wellness for about 20, 25 years, maybe even a little longer than that. But I've been involved with people all over the world. And there's a lot of people that like to read books, right? Um, yeah. My big thing is I like to read reports. And I, I can remember the data, where exactly I got it. And so my background on silver, I've spent um, last 25, 30 years really studying silver intently and working with scientists all over the world to produce new information. And with those scientists and different groups around, um, I help produce more than 400 major studies and test series. Plus, there's a, it's like Christmas to me right now. There's tons of data coming in from all over the world, from Canada, from the US. There's a brand new study out of Romania, of all places. And that study is actually a summary study. And that summary study is a summary of 432 different studies that are peer-reviewed and published on nanosilver, only on nanosilver. It's stunning. It's one of the most studied things on the planet, but very few people know about it. And so the fun part for me is that people come up and ask questions. And I love questions. And I say, okay, here's the answer. And, and then what I do is I give them the data that goes with that. I really, really intensely hate what we call scientific gibberish, right? People come up and they say, you know, silver will do this. Now, like I had a guy come up to me and I think he was actually a doc. And he said to me, he said, you know, silver will kill 650 disease organisms. And I said, you really don't know the question. And he said, no, it's not a question. It's a statement. I said, no, it's actually a question. He said, okay, what's the question? I said, the question is what type of silver at what level, over what time period will eliminate that pathogen you're trying to eliminate? I said, when you know that data, you're really useful. Until you know that data, you're just taking a crap shot at it and hoping that it works. And I said, sometimes it does. And I said, the good news is, if you really study and then you know your stuff, or you just ask somebody who knows it, Mm -hmm. um, then you can get really good data. And what you can do is stunning. I mean, we've got approvals in different countries um, that were approvals that nobody's ever got before, ever. And on the products we're going to talk about today, there's really amazing data, even right now. I mean, you talked about um, using that on a plane as a nasal rinse, right? Yeah. You don't want to say treatment, you want to say rinse, because then it's not an FDA treatment thing. If you're a nasal rinse and you're using nano silver for nasal rinse, it's a huge thing. And what does that do? Well, if you look at the data, there's a great new study out. And, and I just wanted to give the guy a big hug, right? But there were six of them from two different countries. And... Uh, 
these guys, actually three different countries, but they did a study with docs in hospitals. And these docs in the hospitals were treating patients with a lot of different types of infections, a lot of them respiratory infections that we won't talk about by name. But in that, in that these guys got together and they said, look, we're going to do a study. So 231 frontline docs did a study. And it was, it was a hundred and sorry, 117 of them did not use the nasal, the, the nano silver nasally, right? Just to rinse out their sinuses. 114 did. And the 114 also gargled with it, which is also not an FDA claim. So they used it as a nasal rinse, wash out their sinuses, just like you told the guys to do on the plane. And these docs, the difference was stunning because of the 231 frontline docs, two groups, remember, 117 didn't use it, 114 did. Of the 117 who didn't use it, 28% of them got respiratory infections. 28% of the ones who use the silver just as a nasal rinse and as a gargle, two, 1.8%. So was it perfect? It wasn't perfect. Was it incredible? Oh yeah, amazing. And what we have to talk about for a minute, which you hit, is probably the difference between a nano silver and a colloidal or ionic silver, right? Yeah, let's talk about that because <clears throat> there's there's different silvers out there. There's there's colloidal and then there's ionic and there's nano. And I just heard of another one called micronic. So I'm just trying to get, I, I need to refresh a course on this myself anyway. Most of those are just made up names, right? There's one called the hydrosol. Hydro means water, sol means particle. I mean, it sounds really good, but it's just a made up term, right? Just trying to describe, just trying to find some some new way of calling a product a new product that probably really isn't. So the two major types, one is the nano silver, and that means it has to be between one and a hundred nanometers in size. And then there's colloidal silver. Now colloidal silver is really a misnomer. If you look at it scientifically, a nanoparticle can be a colloid, a colloidal. Even, you know, people, people think that it's a scientific definition. It really isn't. It's a size. So a colloid is actually a milk. A milk is a colloid. So if you look at the little particles. Like, cow, like cow's milk? You're talking about like cow's milk? cow's milk. Yeah, you don't say, hey, pass me that colloidal milk, right? It would be funny because it would throw everybody off. But cow's milk is actually a colloid. So mm. it's a size of a particle that's held in suspension. And, and what happens with what are now called colloids is people will take any type of silver, stick it in water, and call it a colloidal silver. It really doesn't mean anything. It's a misnomer. Almost all of them are ionic forms of silver. And ionic forms of silver do work. They just don't work very well. You need a lot of it to work. And I can give you an example of that. So one of the, one of the tests we did 
with a gel. We're after a bunch of FDA clearances right now on the gel. One of the tests that you have to do is you have to do a test against a product that's already in the market in existence. And so we put up a nanosilver, our nanosilver at 32 ppm versus uh, an ionic form of silver at 10,000 ppm. So David and Goliath, 32 ppm versus 10,000. Nanosilver versus ionic. And, and then we had to pick a bug to go up against. So we went up against a bug that's called MRSA, methicillin-resistant staph aureus, MRSA. It's the nastiest bug in hospitals. And for that FDA clearance that we're after, in that study, it took silvadine, which is a silver sulfadiazinine in reality, doesn't matter. It's an ionic form of silver product that's white cream used for burns, 10,000 ppm, it took up more than five hours to eliminate that MRSA. In the same study, it, our 32 ppm gel had eliminated all of it at the first time check, which was 30 minutes. So 10, the 32 ppm silver was at least 10 times more effective than a product that had 10,000 ppm of ionic silver. The real difference is that the nano silver that we create, you and I, um, that has more than one mode of action. It has at least three different ways that it functions. One, it puts out a resonant frequency in the water, which can disrupt and wipe out microbes that it doesn't even touch. Two, um, it has this coating on the outside that no other particle really has. It's an AG404 multivalent silver oxide. And that particle, that oxide on the outside can actually steal eight electrons, pull it into the core, and then it can do it again. It's actually catalytic in its function. Regular silver, like colloidal silver, works because it's missing one electron and it wants it back. Almost every type of silver you would find on the market, almost every single one, no matter what the size is, works because it has a plus one charge, which means it's missing an electron. And it wants to steal that back out of a bacteria, a fungus, a yeast. And once it steals it back, it's all done. It's happy in its state. So it's of no more use. So you have a single shot, right? So all in the past, those silver products you've seen, they're all a single shot. They work by one mode of action, and once they steal that electron, they're done. So it's kind of like a a single shot twenty two, <laughs> like yeah, rifle versus, versus a minigun with an unlimited chain of of uh, bullets. Yeah, exactly. It is exactly like that. So one, you have a self loading machine gun that continues to function, and the other one is a single shot. And so that made it so in that test we did for the FDA, for direct approval that we're after now, right? Mm -hmm. um, it made it so that we could put a 32 ppm product up against a product that had 10,000 ppm and still be 10 times more effective or faster at eliminating that pathogen.
for that study. And who knows what it really would have been? What if the check would have been done in one minute, two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes? Who knows? Actually, I do because we've done all of that. So there is about no bug with that product. Um, and we're talking specifically about a medical product right there, if we're going to make the claim, um, that we can eliminate in about 10 minutes. So you have about 100% elimination in 10 minutes with a 32 ppm gel against any of those bugs. The ones you do for that test would be Pseudomonas, which is a really nasty burn bug, E. coli, Candida, Aspergillus niger, which is like a mold, and, uh, and Candida albicans, which causes a lot of problems. So, oh, it's huge. I, dude, I have like, when I, I've literally, personally, I've been saying 600 people for a while. I'm probably up over 700 now, but because I've kind of peeled back on my coaching. But for years, I was coaching people feverishly every week, and I've coached 600 people through the process. And we would do a candida test on pretty much all of them. And over half the people that I talked to had candida albicans and it's, it was a pain in the, it's a pain in the ass to get rid of. But yeah, not so much you, anymore. Um, the good news is you have a boatload of Canadian listeners cause you're right up there by the border. So the good news for them is that we just got an approval on that 32 PPM gel from health Canada that gives us a direct claim at eliminating candida, at eliminating yeast, fungus, and bacteria. It also gives us direct claims on things like skin infections and skin affections. Now, that's pretty interesting because a skin affection just means anything that affects the skin. So you're talking about acne and eczema and all those things. There's no way those would all be separate approvals in the U.S. And we'll get that over time. We'll just keep knocking them off one by one in the U.S. But in Canada, we got them all in one with that same gel. Right now, we currently make those claims in Canada. So 32 ppm gel, highly effective. Canadian label, which is a separate label, has those direct claims on it. And your people can get that and we can we can work that through with you so it's no problem. But the cool part is that there's a mass amount of data. And, and one of the interesting things for me right now is that I talk to people and I say, look, we just went, all of us went through a major health crisis problem, right? The whole country, the world went through a big problem. There is none of us that think it's over. There's none of us that don't think worse things are coming down the pipe. Yeah. And I talk to people and I say, look, what do you have in your house right now? What do you have as a first line of defense that has any sort of science on it that can help protect you and your family as a supplement, as an immune support product? What do you have in your house? If you get a, a cut or a burn or something like that, what do you have right now in your house? And most of them say, literally, I got nothing. Well, I'm, I'm just let me think about me growing up. Like, so what did I have growing up? Well, um, triple antibiotic ointment. My mom and dad always went to that. My dad liked putting iodine on, but man, did that stuff burn on the cuts. I mean, it freaking burned. And my dad was like, toughen up. You know, it's like, 
and I'd see him do it to himself and he knew how bad it hurt, but he just, he wanted to, he's like, it would be better to, he was his, his thought process was it's better to kill that crap than to get an infection, to go through a little pain to not to stop a lot of suffering. Right. So I'd have, you know, the iodine, it would dye my skin, but I tell you what, the application of that as a little kid, man, I had anxiety just every time I knew my, if my dad was around, he wasn't putting, an, 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 you know, Neosporin on there. He was putting that crap on there. So we had, <laughs> we, we, we had Neos. So we, we'd wash it, clean it. Um, there was alcohol that we used. We used the iodine to clean and then, and then also Neosporin. And I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I think that was about the gist of it for what I had pretty much my whole life growing up. And then I did the same thing as an adult minus the iodine. Until yeah. late, until later, I got into hydro, hydrogen peroxide. I did do hydrogen peroxides when I got when I got older. I learned about that. Hydrogen peroxide. I love hydrogen peroxide, but it will also bring you right to life if you put that on an open wound. Oh yeah, you're you're gonna come right to life with that. <laughs> it's gonna bring you out of your shoes probably, but it's like that red stuff, the iodine. Um, yeah. Would it work? Yeah, it works against most stuff. Um, there's a lot of bugs that it won't eliminate. Mm. Um, and we've tested against a bunch of those. And actually in Canada right now, we can we can make claims on those bugs. It's interesting to me that triple antibiotic ointment um, takes actually more than 24 hours to be able to work. And it doesn't work all that well. Right. So yeah. Three different antibiotics, triple antibiotic ointment. It just doesn't work all that great and it takes like 24 hours so we talked about us for silvadine right and now you look at triple antibiotic ointment it was 30 minutes or literally about 10 or 15 minutes versus five hours and now on the other side you have triple antibiotic ointment at about 24 hours and there's a lot of bugs it just won't eliminate yeah. so what we're talking about now though is having the ability to have certain products in your house and have them as a first line of defense, be able to give it to a kid who, you know, who, who is involved in school, who's out there with all the people and other kids, they tend to trade stuff, right? So you really need the immune support and you need it now. And you want it one with all the science behind it. First, you want to really talk about safety data, right? And we are the only ones, um, this technology is the only technology, silver technology, with human clinical trials, showing that even if you ingested an ounce a day for your entire life, you don't have any negative problems, none. And you, you mean you, you can't you can't go to Vegas and perform as a blue man? You you can't do it. <laughs> so um, just to give you a little data on that, so you have hard data. The EPA puts out a document, and they put out a bunch of them. But in '91, they put out a document called the Registration Eligibility Document for Silver, which call it the Red Document, R-E-D, right? Registration Eligibility Document. So on the second page, fourth paragraph, it states that you can safely consume 0 0.005 milligrams per kilogram of body weight a day. So if I translate that into English, you hit the translate button on your phone, 
what it means is that the average size adult could drink about an ounce a day of a silver supplement and have no negative effect at all. And then the studies that, that happened on this technology, right, that were peer-reviewed and published showed that ounce a day, even at 32 ppm, had no negative effect in any system of the body. That it goes into your body, hits its height in your bloodstream in two hours, and washes out completely in 24 with no residual. So it goes in, does its job, washes out. So you can't do, you can't do the blue man thing. You're not going to be able to do Vegas with that. So okay. It's safe. So what what we're talking about for the listeners that aren't sure is like there's a lot of a lot of people that say, oh, I'm scared of taking silver because my hands turn blue, right? And and so maybe you could talk about that because what was causing these people's hands to turn blue? What were they taking? You know. Well, what it is, is if they use a lot, and we're talking about a lot of silver, um, especially the really strong silvers, you'll find silvers out there that are 2,000 ppm, 10,000 ppm. I've seen a couple that were over 5,000, and they're saying these are way better because they're, you know, got more silver, which is, we already showed is just not true. Yeah. But in this case... If you drink a lot of silver over a long period of time and it's an ionic form of silver, your body can't wash it out fast enough. And so over time, what it does is it packs that silver into your skin cells to get rid of it. And then you go out in the sun and you get tarnished like your grandma's old teapot. You turn gray because <laughs> the silver is in the skin. And it's mm. kind of like a tattoo of stupidity. <laughs> a little is good, a whole lot is better, right? And I know of people who are drinking 30, 40 ounces of silver a day. Now, if you use a decent silver product, there's no way you would need that, right? Yeah. And, and most of the studies that we have done, studies in Africa, studies that I stood before Congress and gave them the data on, those types of studies we used like an ounce a day, one ounce of even a 10 ppm and showed that was completely effective. I like the 32 ppm because it's the extra strength. That's yeah. one that you and I both use. And yeah. the human safety studies that are published and peer reviewed, available right now in PubMed, if somebody wants them, you and I are happy to send them copies of those. We'll send them the address. They can look at it straight up data. And if you have any question about any of the stuff we talk about, if any of your listeners do, just email us and we'll send you the data. It's yeah. the FDA allows you to do that on an individual basis. You can actually post some of those on your website too, just for the safety and the uh, side of that. So we can publish those, put them, they are published, sorry. We can put the addresses on your website and people can just look at the link. Yeah, we're gonna have to do we have to do that, Keith, because I have a I have a new um uh webmaster and tech team that is coming on board. So when we get to the product pages, I want to consult with you on that and make sure we put all that any scientific data that you know of that we can legally put on there. I want to have it on there so people can reference that, especially for the engineer types or people just curious and want to see more data. And and they should, you know, we're about the science, you and I. We want to know what's actually true. And that's a big deal. And and people, 
I really hate what they call scientific gibberish where they just make up stuff, right? I was told for years that silver has to be in glass and silver has to be in glass because glass is the best, right? And we originally were looking at glass and then we did some studies and said, hold on, this is a problem. Glass is a problem. And people said, well, why is it a problem? Everybody knows that glass is best. I said, no, not true. So a silver nanoparticle has a plus charge, right? It's a plus charge. Glass actually has a negative charge. When you put a negative charge with a positive charge, it yanks it out of suspension. They attract to each other and you have a problem. It, glass over time will actually pull the silver out of the product and adhere it to the glass. Where the food grade plastic that we use called a PETE, hard food grade plastic, has no negative effect on the silver, won't leach into it. And we actually did one study back in my old company um, where we left one. I left a bottle on the floor for 16 years, 16 years on the floor in a box, pulled it out 16 years later, had it tested, and it still did the same things at the same level as when it was in. So the question is stability, highly stable, highly effective, and lasts a long time, has all the safety data, and you can put it in your storage. You can have it in your house. And when you need it, you can use it. You also really need to use just a little bit every day. I find that I almost never get sick, neither do any of the people around me, because we use it to boost the immune system. So I was talking to your son about this, and because <clears throat> what we're doing right now, and this is kind of preemptive. I mean, unless you're listening to this show six months or a year later, you'll see the transition. But we're doing something over here that I've been wanting to do from the beginning. A chemical-free body, I really mean that. Like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, you can see this is organic cotton shirt. But even the inks that are in this in the dyes, the yellow dye that says ingredients and the, the green dye that says matter and this ingredients matter shirt and the white here under chemical-free body, all these dyes are synthetic-free, chemical-free. And so we're moving into 100% compostable, sustainable packaging. And I knew and I remembered our conversation about like um, glass because I was thinking, well, maybe I can put it in glass. And I thought, oh, I can't because then it will start taking away from the power of the silver, correct? Yeah, correct. So and then and then what does metal do if you put it in metal? Most metals won't bother it. Um, you can put it in metal. I wouldn't leave it in metal for a long period of time. Depends on the metal. Depends on the charge the metal has. It would be very but expensive, too. If you're going to leave it, you know, for a period, the best thing is a PETE, food-grade plastic. It's hard. It doesn't. We, we did a test um, some years ago at the number one material science lab in the world, and we had product. This is back in my old company, but we had product that had been in this bottle for a long period of time. Yeah. And we sent it to this research lab because we wanted to know if anything else had leached out of the plastic into there. And so we had them check that. And what we found is there was nothing else besides the silver in that bottle to parts per billion. 
Yeah. Right. And parts per billion, that's a lot. Just to give you an idea of that, and it seems really funny to me, but they say that Abe Lincoln during his life, actually, uh, you know, his skin sloughed off of him and stuff like that. He became dust in the wind, parts of him. And they say that when you breathe in, you might be taking in parts per billion of like Abe Lincoln, right? <laughs> So we're not talking about a lot. We're talking about very little of anything else. So it is the most pure, most clean, um, most high-grade silver that's available. You so know, what I think we're gonna what, what we're gonna do is like just to for people that are buying our products when when you see it on our website and we say we use one hundred percent as we move into this this hundred percent compostable sustainable packaging, which you guys will see roll out. And then if you see the silver and plastic, you just know that this is the best we can do with what we have at this point in time. Like if it boiled down to it, if we could get rid of all plastic in the world, except for the silver products that people need, like literally this is the first line of defense. We've done a pretty good thing. But I, I talked to Brennan. He said that you guys are always looking and will continue to look for more of a maybe a, a, a plastic that's made out of maybe some type of non-GMO soy or corn or something that works. So when that does happen, eventually the technology will happen. We'll switch over then. But until then, we're just going to roll with this one. Well, and besides that, this particular type of plastic is fully recyclable and says so on the bottom. Mm -hmm. You can recycle it and reuse it and reuse it. So um, what we needed was something that would protect the silver and protect yeah. the kids. The other problem with glass is that, and you have to recycle glass too, right? Um, but if you drop it, kids can cut it. They can damage themselves because the bottle actually with that much liquid in it can be pretty heavy. And so we said, look, we don't want it to be able to hurt people. We want to make sure that it is what it is. Right. So these are completely recyclable plastic and uh, it says so on the bottom. But it's a food grade plastic. It doesn't leach. It's not like a soft plastic. It is safe. It's chemical free in the product and you're perfect. And, you know, we've tested over years so you can use it and your family can use it and you know, you're safe. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it is what it is. So I'm just happy that we have this product available because of what it did or what it does. Um, so again, talking about that whole thing, like, the reason why, if you look this up, because you, if you're new and you're like, oh, I'm going to look up silver and you see, oh, it turns people blue. You see all this negative stuff. It's the type of silver. This is not nano silver. Okay, we've thought this out. And the nano silver goes into your body and within 24 hours flushes itself out. What also I like about it is it, it doesn't require any effort from your body and digestion for it to work. It doesn't require any extra effort. It doesn't require any extra effort from the immune system for this stuff to work. This stuff works autonomously. And like you said, as it's going through the body during that 24 hour period, it's literally like a machine gun stealing electrons and ripping apart, um, you know, like the outer layer, the outer layer of yeast and molds and funguses and stuff like that. Um, is that correct? Well, now you're getting into a claim that the FDA might have a problem with. What we're going to say is it helps support the immune system in a big way. Okay. And the other important part there is that... I meant for um, the people in Canada. 
Yeah, for the people in Canada, we can let me actually. Let me let me clarify. It's for folks in Canada. That's how it works. Right. So for the folks in Canada, yeah, there's no question it will eliminate those pathogens when it comes in contact. The other good news, and it's really important news, is that it won't hurt your cells. We did a whole bunch of cytotoxicity studies, and the silver is not allowed into your cell. So your cell won't take it in. And so it goes through the system, has no negative effect on your system at all. We, we back, you know, when, when that safety study was done, it was done with a big university that had six different drug divisions that were working on it. And they were trying to show that it was toxic in some way, shape, or form to some system in the body. So we checked enzyme levels and we checked uh, oxygen levels and we checked cytotoxicity and they checked all these different things in the body trying to find it um, problematic in some way. And the answer, and true to form, and I give them full credit for that, in the end, in that report, they said, look, we found no negative action in any system of the body with this specific type of silver, not. It went in, like you said, did its job and washed out in 24 hours. The other important part is you, uh, there's a lot of talk right now about the microbiome. That's a good bacteria you have in your body. And you don't want to eliminate that. You don't want to damage it. Regular colloidal silver, and I have the studies on this, will start to kill good bacteria, probiotic bacteria, at about 2.5 ppm. So at very low levels. If you're drinking a 10 um, of a regular colloidal silver, you're, you're killing probiotics. Yeah, that's so, why I, I, I didn't have people drink it. I learned that a long time ago. That's why we went up through the nose to the respiratory tract. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the difference with this nano silver is this specific technology, um, we have data showing that up to 40 ppm it had no negative effect on probiotic bacteria, none. So we could show that it- Why is that? Why, why is that? There's about 10 different theories on it, and I don't know which one is true, but um, the fact is that it doesn't. And okay, there's a it. number of studies. One of, the, one of the guys that I partner with out of India, he said to me once, he said, do you want me to prove that to you? And I said, sure. He said, okay. So he went to the store and he bought some baby formula and he brought it back and he mixed it into the silver liquid. So the silver liquid was actually what regenerated this powder into formula, baby formula. And then he took a bunch of probiotic fills out of his pocket and he opened the capsules and dumped them in there. So he added probiotics into that baby formula. So it was, a, pow he, it was a powdered baby formula. Right. And pow powdered probiotic, and they mixed in the 32 part per million? It was actually in the 10. Oh, just the time. 10. Okay. And what he did was he mixed it all up in there, right? And he said, okay, we're just going to leave this on the counter for a few days. And about three days later, he said, have you looked at it? I said, no. And I looked at it. And I said, it looks the same. It hasn't changed at all. He said, not so. He said, shake it. And so I took the jar and I shook the jar and it cracked. 
all through it. And he said, you realize that you just made yogurt. And I said, oh my gosh, you're right. And he said, you can't make yogurt if you kill the probiotics. And True. so what it showed was that even at full strength, it did not hurt the probiotics at all. And later- It, it allowed the probiotics it. to grow and make yogurt. I got it. Right. So the, the, the uh, probiotics took the formula and made it into yogurt. Hmm. And then later we tested up to 40 ppm and at the 40 ppm level, it still had no negative effect on the probiotics, which means you could actually take the silver and help your body clean out this system and then take a probiotic later and the silver wouldn't affect it. So you could actually rebuild your microbiome. And that's the healthy thing you're talking about, right? Oh, dude, I just had a great idea. Like, so I, I make yogurts all the time. Like I had uh, Dr. William Davis on and he has this book called Super Gut and he's making these special strains like Lactobacillus roideri, Lactobacillus gasseri, and then kefirs. We make kefirs too. And one of the most important things when you're making these deals is that like if you're using dairy products as an example, you have to use ultra pasteurized milk. Why? Because you want to make sure all the pathogens are dead. So that they don't grow those bacterium rather than the lactobacillus roideri. I'm going to start. I, I wonder what would happen if I just took raw milk with it's got bacteria in there, but I put the silver in. It would probably retard the growth of the bad ones, but allow the good ones to go. So I can put silver in with my liquids and that can be that will protect okay, it. I so, so let me give you a little more history data. And this is where it gets to be more fun. So my family in the 1800s were pioneer groups that came into Utah and they owned a dairy called Fisher Dairy. And if you look back, a lot of the early dairies would use silver milk pellets. And you would think that'd be incredibly expensive. Why in the heck would you spend money to make a silver milk pell? The reason why is because you put the silver, the milk in a silver pell it doesn't go bad. It stays good for days, even at room temperature. Oh, silver so, bucket. Same, a pail. Okay, got it. A yep. Bucket. Yep. So one of my kids actually did a study for a science fair project. And he took milk and he put it on the counter. And then he took milk, stirred some silver into it, liquid silver, and put it on the counter next to it. The one that didn't have the silver in it in a couple of days turned yellow and goopy and stunk. And the other one looked just like it did when my buddy did it. And he showed me the thing. It just never went bad. It just stayed on the counter. It so just stayed did, like milk? It just stayed like regular milk? Yeah, but it turned into yogurt after about three or four days. because Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. So, but um, we did a study at a university at one point where we were checking to see how long we could make milk last. So we took regular milk, bought it at the store, mixed the liquid silver into it, put it in there, and they kept checking it every month. And finally I said, so is it still going? And they said, no, we don't have it anymore. And I said, what? They said, yeah, it was like six months later, somebody had looked in there, read the expiration date on the milk, thought it was somebody else's, didn't know it was an experiment and just chucked it. But it had been in there and was not bad, even at six months 
of city how, how much how much of the silver uh, the, the, if i was to make a um a a quart of milk how much silver should i put in with that of the 32 parts per million really depends on the type of milk and all that we can get you some data i'll find it out and we'll get it to you and you can play with it but okay. if you have a quart and you put probably an ounce in there and stir it up i'll bet you're good i'll bet okay. it would last in your fridge so long you would be bored seeing it right? <laughs> that's, that's awesome at the university so um, i wonder what i'm thinking about all kinds of stuff because i'm a foodie i'm a chef and you know, one thing I learned a long time ago, and like, here's a uh, really good tip for you guys is that, you know, vegetables start going bad, right? And um, so you can put them in these things called green bags, and the bags actually breathe, and they have a substance on them called Oya that's prevent. So they just last longer. Your vegetables stay fresher. I wonder if you took a, a mister and you put silver in it and just misted your vegetables and then stored them in that bag, it would help out even more. And I'm just thinking hey, so of so many applications now, man. We have done a whole bunch of studies on that. We found that it didn't work on strawberries because they're too porous, but we found that on apples and stuff, it would keep them from going bad for a long time. You just washed it off. You could wash it off on there. We even did cheese for the fun of it. We cut a block of cheese, put one, sprayed it with the silver, let it dry, put it in the Ziploc, and put the other one unprotected in the Ziploc. Within a month, the one was all really nasty and growing stuff, and the other one that was sprayed wasn't at all. I also use it to wash my cutting boards and my mm. knives. Yeah. Um, makes it easy. There's no stain, no smell. And no I chemicals. know that I don't have to worry about whatever might be on my cutting board. So yeah, there's a lot of uses for silver. And just everything. You could just spray it on everything. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, the one thing that drives me nuts is like when you go into stores and, and now with the whole, you know, deal, the big ordeal we've had for the last two, two, three years with this, like, you know, this big thing around the world, everybody's supposedly getting sick and all that. And people were getting sick. We know why now I'm not going to get into it, but um, hand sanitizers. I've been talking about this fear. People are outside the grocery stores having their kids wash because they're living in fear. And they're wiping their hands down with these things. And it says 99.9% .9 kills germs. Well, what about that 0.1? And then those are usually the, the ones that are tougher. And so you're basically, we're, we're breeding these other ones to get tougher and tougher and tougher. And so they can affect us. And we're basically killing the good microbiome on the skin that would protect us. And so it sounds like you could just put it again in a mister and just spray your hands with that rather than like a sand well, the hand sanitizer. The easiest thing to do there is the gel, the natural healing agent. Oh right? yeah. 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 Let's talk about gel the gel is... for a little, let's get into that. Cause I, I, I was blown away when I first got that gel, I had a cat and my cat got, and I, I, he came in, he gets in fights and stuff from time to time. And he's got his eye. It was, I mean, just swolled shut and huge. I'm like, Oh shit. Like he's, he's going to lose his eye. Like, it's bad. I was like, you know, normally it's like, get into the doctor, knee-jerk reaction, antibiotics, cross your fingers. And I'm like, I'm just going to, I I can't do an eye wash because he's a cat. He's going to probably scratch me So he's because it's already tender. So I just took some gel and I kind of rubbed it around and then I just bloop and I kind of put it in his eye. And then and he was like, ah, and then I just walked away. I, I would just walk by him three times a day and I just rub the gel, put it right into his eye, smash it in there. And within five days, it completely healed. And he still can see, no problem. 
And that that was my first experience. That was like blew my mind. Like this stuff worked. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. So let's before we hit the gel, let's clear up one thing. So if you're using liquid silver, it has to be a hard, non-porous surface. If it's a really porous surface and it's light colored, the silver can discolor it over time because it gets down inside the little holes, and it dries in there, and then it can turn a different color. Mm. It, it, but on a hard, non-porous surface, anyone, you don't have to worry about it. You put it on there, you wipe it off, and you have that natural barrier protection. So something right. like granite, granite that has not been sealed could be a problem. Um, yeah, if it were granite and it were porous, yeah. um, just just think of it. If it's a hard, non-porous surface, you're good. If it's a light-colored, porous surface, I wouldn't use it on there. Okay, got it. Just because right. you could you could discolor it. But now we get back to the gel. So the gel, what it creates is a layer of protection on the skin, and um. As we go along in Canada, obviously that's different right now. We call it, uh, you know. A well, let's treatment. talk about let's talk about the gel in Canada then. Okay, so in Canada, you put the gel on your cat, you put it on a wound, and you can say that it will heal that wound. In the U.S., we say that it helps promote natural healing, which it does. Mm -hmm. And and we're after more approvals in the U.S. that'll give us more direct claims, as we did in Canada. But until we get there in the U.S., it's a natural healing agent, which it actually is. Has no color, has no smell. It goes on the skin. It's really a beautiful cooling effect. Now, it can't be a sanitizer because the sanitizer is a specific FDA claim. And those products have to be like 70% alcohol. There's different things, but they have to have one of these things to be called a sanitizer. And so we are not a sanitizer in the U.S., but what we can be is a layer of protection. And the cool part about the gel versus a sanitizer is that sanitizers, if you use it on your skin, it kills whatever is on your skin, good or bad, at that moment, but it has no ongoing effect. There's no residual ability. So you put it on there, you know, put it on your hand, then you touch a table, you now have it all back, right? First thing you touch, a shopping cart. You touch the shopping cart, you have it all back. The difference with the gel is that it pulls in the outside layers of the skin and, and it gives it a layer. You can't say barrier, the FDA changed that one, but it's a layer of protection. And that's why that... Um, like Canada, we can say if you put it in a cut or a burn or a wound, it will last up to three days. Give it a, a layer of protection for up to three days. And that's a big deal if you're trying to heal a wound like your cat, right? Yeah. In the U.S. right now, we are a layer of protection. You can put it on your skin. It makes your skin, the gel makes your skin intensely soft. It's a hydrator, so it goes in, makes it soft. Women love it on their skin. Has no negative effect, has no cytotoxicity, won't hurt anybody, but it has this layer of protection that, that just gives you a first line of defense, right? Mm -hmm. Won't hurt 
your skin, but you can be out and about. You can get stuff done. You can use it on skin issues, whatever those issues are, as a natural healing agent. And it's really funny because um, I was working in the past with one that was fully FDA cleared as a prescription, right? And I found that people would take it and they'd use it on a little cut on their finger, right? But on the natural healing version, they would like gel their whole kid and send them to school. And I thought it was really funny, but it was true. They would just use it in their family. They'd use it camping, hiking. They'd use it for, you know, on their pets, which is safe for pets. We did those studies. Yeah. And even if your pet licks it, it's not going to hurt it. There's no negative effect from having it. What are, actually, go ahead. Go, go, well, I was going to say, what are hospitals doing today as far as nano silver? As far as for um, band-aids and wounds, are they using it? There's a lot of hospitals that are using nano silver in different forms. They're, they're taking nano silver now and covering catheters with it. And then you slide it up in. That's one of the approvals that we're after in the U.S. is for device insertion sites. So you put it on the catheter, you slide it in, and then no UTIs, right? You or for, oh, yeah, UTI and also for like uh, ports and stuff like that for chemotherapy and all the other stuff they're doing. Right. And then what we, we also brought out a, a bandage that we'll utilize <laughs> that. And you and I will talk about that later. Um, okay. But that bandage is invisible. It's the coolest tech ever. But we'll bring it out in a big way, and you and I will go over that as we okay. as we get in there. But the important part about the gel is that instead of being like the methylate or the uh, the horrible products of your youth, you put it on, and it has an instantaneous cooling effect, and it just soothes the skin. And it, it goes on, it makes it soft, and uh, makes it so the kid can relax. Uh, silver is a natural anti-inflammatory, and so it, it reduces the inflammation, which reduces a lot of problems. And pain, And yeah. so the kid settles right down, <clears throat> and it just works. And it works really, really well. So yeah. just I'm just going to say everything. So up in Canada... <laughs> It's really great because the Canadians can use it for cuts and burns and scrapes. It reduces inflammation. It heals the skin um, of that kind of stuff. But then, you know, you can also put it in your cat's infected eye. Um, you can put it on your face. Like I know a lot of women um, are started using the gel for um, what do they call it? It's a toner cleanser, right? So it cleans their skin and those micropores, silver gets in those micropores in their face and cleans their skin better than like anything because you're like putting in these nano-sized machine guns that are going there and stealing and killing all the, any rogue bacteria or anything that should, shouldn't be there, cleaning your pores, like literally, and then toning the skin. So it's perfect to then for them that want to uh, put on some type of a, a skin cream or whatever they want to put on over the top of it. And we've also used it for people Oh, well, I'm not going to say we, but I know up in Canada, people are using it for acne and all other kinds of stuff. So it's just like there's so many uses for it from acne to in Canada, again, cat eyes, scratches, you know, all these different things. And 
And well, uh, that, we'll... that falls under in Canada. One of the claims we have is that it it helps heal skin affections, right? And we talked about that earlier. It means anything that affects the skin. So in Canada right now, yes, we're talking directly about acne and eczema and things like that, skin issues and yeah. being able to help those. But in the U.S., if we say it's, it's a, it's a helps promote natural healing, it's much the same thing, except we're not making the direct claims. We say, look, it helps promote natural healing. Use it on your face. Use it on your skin. Use it on, you know, any part of your body. And, and it has no negative effect but it has a cooling, soothing, healing effect. And it's just a great product. You just want to have it. If you have kids, grandkids, you know, I use it before I go on a plane. I put on my face, my hands, um, just so I have that that layer of protection, right? Um, and then I use the nasal rinse to wash out my sinuses and then I don't worry about being on the plane or on the truck or the train or in a restaurant, right? And, and I have a question for you. Is in Canada, can are are you guys able to say barrier protection up there, or no? Um, I, I mean, actually, to me, it doesn't really care. I just I just wanted to know because I was yeah, going to say something funny. Um, <laughs> even in the U.S., the U.S. came back and they didn't like barrier, so. Even on prescription and OTC products that are in the market right now in the U.S., they can't say barrier protection. The FDA just said, we don't like that term. We're not going to let you use it. They said in the U.S. for those um, wound care product approvals, and we're after those right now, right? Um, but what they let you say is that um, it it's a layer of protection that can last up to three days. So in the U.S., we're after 72 hours, right? Cool. Yeah. But either way, the U.S. just, and I don't know what the quirk is, somebody in there just decided, it's like the word treatment in the U.S. If you have an approved drug product for wound care, you can't say it treats anything. In the Canada, they said, yeah, we don't care. It's, it's a treatment. And so it's a different between laws and countries. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what they call it as long as it works. That's the bottom line. It does it produce tangible results in the, the lives of the working class people that need it. That's all that I care about. And that's us. We create these products for you, for me, for our families, for our grandkids. And we have them available because they work. And then we continue to get more and more claims on them. We'll keep working to get all the approvals so we can make more and more direct claims, which will help some people in some hospitals so they can use it. But in the meantime, we'll stay within the law and we'll say, hey, the gel, it is a wonderful product. It cools, it soothes, helps promote natural healing, which I think is actually my favorite claim of any of the ones. Prescription, OTC, I still like the natural healing claim the best. Because yeah. in reality, that's what it does. It helps promote natural healing. And it so really I, doesn't matter what the skin issue is. It just helps promote natural healing. So I know we talked about burns and scrapes and cuts and stuff. What about um, bug bites? Um, again, if we're talking in Canada, which oh, well, we let's, let's, we'll just stay up there. I love the Canadians. 
Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> if you're talking to your Canadian uh, cohorts right now that listen to your show, um, if you put that gel on your skin, yes, that would be skin <clears throat> irritations. And uh, we could make a direct claim on eliminating those skin irritations in about 10 minutes. So if you get a bug bite, uh, you get an itch, you get a burn, you put it on there, about 10 minutes, you're good. And in the U.S., hey, put it on there, helps promote natural healing, right? Got it. Got it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, all right, so I think we covered, just a recap, we, we talked about what colloidal silver is. It's really a size, like, because you could have colloidal milk. We're talking about the particle size, right? Whatever that particle is suspended. Colloidal is just a particle size suspended in a liquid. And those that's kind of the old school, right? That's kind of like the Model A. And now we have the Ferrari, which is nanosilver. Um, so the old colloidal silver could steal one electron. That's why it would work. Um, but you put it in glass, the glass starts taking the electrons because the glass is positive. So that colloidal silver gets weaker and weaker and weaker very quickly and over time. Whereas the colloidal silver in this uh, high density plastic bottles, these, uh, what do you call them? PET bottles. They, um, they, you've had it for 16 years and it hasn't leached at all. hasn't lost its effectiveness at all. Right, so, and, it, and it's so, like a little machine on. gun that goes in there and just like, and, and she keeps stealing so, electrons 24 seven as it's walking through your body. One second, the, the uh, silver has a plus charge, a positive charge. Glass has a negative. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <clears throat> yeah, yep. silver's I plus. It's, 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 it's trying to steal the negatives away. Yeah, it's attracting the negative. Okay, right. got it. They attract each other. Opposites yeah. attract. Yeah, and the, the big thing is, is that that's a really big thing, and you said that there's – can you re recap really slowly the three different angles of how the nano silver works again really quick? Because I think that was really important, the frequency part and the AG, a, a, AG04. Yeah, so we're going to cover a couple of those, and we'll make it quickly. Um, but regular colloidal silver has one mode of action. It's one and done, right? And, and it's an ionic form. It's not very effective. There's a lot of nano silvers also that don't have um, what this specific particle that we're talking about has. They are one and done. They work with a, a single shot technology. This one is very unique, which is why we can get a bunch of patents on it. Um, there's been a lot in the past. We have new patents pending right now for different uses that we're doing. Um, but the cool part is that it has multiple modes of action. One of them is that it can steal electrons and not just one, but each silver molecule on the outside of this particle, it's an AG404, which we're getting a little too deep in the science, but what it means is it can steal a whole bunch of electrons instead of one. It pulls them into the core, and then it can do it again and again. It's like a never-ending. The really cool part is this, this particle, when it's in water, can actually vibrate with a resonant frequency. And the frequency is the same as ultraviolet light. So it was done at the number one material science lab in the world at the time, which was uh, at Penn State University under a professor whose name was Rustam Roy. And what they found was that this particle would, would vibrate 
at a frequency of, of 890 to 910 terahertz. It's the same as ultraviolet light. And so in water, it could eliminate bugs that it didn't even touch. They call it epitaxy. And what that is simplistically is the ability to use water to transfer information. In this case, it's an antimicrobial action that's going from the particle in the water, and it's able to do that um, so that it doesn't actually have to touch the pathogen to eliminate it. And we're talking now about, you know, modes of action of, of hospital products, right? Not so it's regular. it's kind of like it's kind of like the when the hospital they don't go into somebody's gallbladder but they use ultrasonic waves to break up the gallstones. It's the the, the yeah, instrument exactly. itself. The, in, the instrument itself is not it's not even touching the stones. It, it's not even in the gallbladder. It's not even in the skin. It's outside of you, and zzz, and the vibrational frequency is then transferred to the gallstones, directed in that spot, and then it destroys them. So these little particles are kind of like that where they're sending out these frequencies and destroying certain pathogens that they're not even physically touching. Yep. And, and think of it kind of like in the old days, Indians, people um, that were, that were here early on before they had medicines. If you got a cut or burn or wound, they would sit out and they would put it in the sunlight, right? And they would put it in the sun because the sun would put out these, these um, ultraviolet waves of energy. And that ultraviolet light that would eliminate those bugs on the skin. Oh, dude, and I just thought about this. I, I, I went through this all these different versions of my life of like in the last 10 years, 12 years of these water systems. And I remember this doctor, this naturopathic doctor, he'd spent like 30, 35 years of his life taking this big unit and making it smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and more effective and more effective, more cost productive for people so they could get them in their homes. Right. And he, there was a blue light there. It was the ultraviolet light. That was one of the forms of protection. The water would go through that light to kill pathogens. I remember him talking about that. So the silver itself is literally like almost like that. It's like creating almost, it's almost like, ultra, is it great ultraviolet light or just the frequency of ultraviolet light? It's the same frequency as ultraviolet light would vibrate with. Okay. Okay. Same got it. Frequency. Got it. But in this case, it's putting it through water, right? It puts it out in through the water. And you're mostly water. A cut of yeah. burn, mostly water, right? Your tissue, mostly water. And so what it allows it to do is do stuff that normal silver can't do. That's why when you see the peer reviewed published studies we have, it can do things that normal silver can't do and won't do yeah. it, because it has this extra ability that they don't have. Now, I have to tell you that um, way back when my father and a couple other guys created that tech, they actually did it on accident. It was a gift. And so they're pretty smart guys, right? There's a whole bunch of them and they were all working on it. But what they were trying to do was make ionic forms of silver stable because the silver ions are technically just not stable. Mm -hmm. So what my father and this group of guys was trying to do was they were trying to find a way to make it stable. And invert inadvertently or by gift, and we're going to say by gift, when you see what it accomplishes now and 
and what it does all over the world, it's stunning. But in this case, we're talking about the fact that this product that they created, they said, hey, it, it has some things that regular silver can't do. And then they proved that hundreds of studies with top scientists all over the world. And what we found was that this, this particle will do stuff that normal silver won't do. And so it's able to get patents and approvals that they can't get on regular silver because regular silver has been around forever, right? You can't patent something that's old. Yeah. And so there's been mass amounts of different patents over time on different um, uses of this technology. And my father and this group of guys originally created it. We were all part of that, right? And uh, later on, we split up into different companies, my brothers and I. But we, in my company, we continue to push all that science, continue to do more and more studies. And it's an ongoing basis for us. That's so awesome. It is a really great thing. And I think we can literally change the history of the world, the medicinal history of the world, and and. People look at me and say, you actually believe that? And I say, I know we can. If you see what we're already doing and the approvals we're getting in different countries for different things, you will understand that, you know, we're nobody. Nobody knows who we are, which is not a bad thing. Um, but what we've been accomplishing through mass amounts of science is a big deal. And awesome. The big thing is that it helps protect your family and my family and all our friends and neighbors, right? And well, I'm really I'm just very grateful that you've taken your father's discovery and his friends and that legacy and keep promoting it and you keep working on the science and this guys listening, this is another perfect example of where good stuff is another example of good things in the world come bottoms up. The, the good things are not going to come top down. You're not going to see Keith and Keith's technology on mainstream media because it's going to fly in the face of, you know, big pharma and everything that they're trying to do because it'll, it's just so it, the technology is so profound. It has so many different applications. It's, it's insane. Like from wound dressing to making yogurt to cat's eyes infections. And again, I'm just going to put this overlay only in Canada, right? Only in Canada can we do these things, but it's just like, from a from a uh, for women to make their their skin soft and give a layer of protection for seventy two hours and and to be able to take a cut on your child and not only just s solve the problem quickly within ten minutes but to not burn the crap out of the child and make him cry even worse because I was already crying when I fell down and cut my knee and then my dad's like hold still and it's like and it was like ten x twenty x when he put that eye down on my knee you know and then bandage me up and I run off my room crying Wah! you know the crying would have been over a lot sooner. If I would have had some soft, cooling, cooling gel. So again, working class people finding problems, identifying problems and finding solutions through curiosity and hard work. And that's where it comes from. So th this is the thing is like when you go to the stores today, as everything is being centralized and bigger corporations are buying everything up and keeping that shelf space, we are getting crappier and crappier and crappier products. Things just don't work the way they used to. I was just over Keith over in Baker City, Oregon, and I went to um, a friend of mine with a friend of mine and and her friends um, every year. This is the fourth year in a row. They make apple cider and they had 
they had a, a, an old apple cider press that must have been made in the 1800s. It's this big, heavy-duty deal, and it's got a weight wheel on the other side, and you start cranking it on one side, and you throw the apples in, and just like, Bleh. I mean, the apples just get crushed really quick, and then you slide this thing over, and then you take this other wheel, and, you, and it presses it down. Then you take an old piece of wood, and you just crank it and press it. And then they had a brand new one that was probably made in the last 10, 15 years, metal and stuff like that. And just, it couldn't even compete. It wasn't even, this this old unit was built to last. It was built to work. It was built to do its job. And I mean, what is it? Like, it was in the 18, this thing's 100 and like probably 150 years old, and it's still working today. How many products are being made today that are in that quality? And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about going out there and finding good quality products that I can use in my life that are going to really make a difference in the real world. And um, and I think that's why a lot of people follow me is because they know that's that's my job now. That's what I do 24-7. I'm trying to find good stuff for me and my family and, and all the people that, that listen and tune in and they're trying to find stuff for themselves. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Keith. Keith, I really appreciate your time today, my friend. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I want to have you back on a lot. Um, because this silver thing is a big deal. I, I think it is going to change um, the way people are looking at medicine. And, and again, becoming your own doctor at home, like and learning how to self-heal and having these really good tools in your toolkit. You know, it's just like simple things like, you know, back in the day, like if people had pain or something, they would take white willow bark and boil it. And then it was a pain reliever. Well, now we had to let somebody else do it synthesize it and sell it to us in an aspirin form and we just go buy it from there because it's it's easy and it's convenient but you know it has problems that come with it and it's not as good as that old 1800 version like the white willow bark thing so um i hope that you guys uh um understand how profound uh this technology is that i discovered uh through keith and how excited i am about it and i hope that all of you tried now if you guys in the past have tried our silver products i don't know if you've noticed but the the labels have changed because, and just to be clear on this, what had happened was there was a doctor that Keith was uh, was working with Keith that was kind of uh, that Keith fired, and um, and that technology is what we had first, and it worked much better than colloidal silver, but it ain't nothing compared to the stuff we have now. All the stuff that we have in stock right now of our silvers is Keith's specific nanotechnology. We just spent a lot of time talking about today. We've had it in there for a while. But if you have if you tried the earlier stuff and you got okay results, you need to retry it again because we have we we found you know the the root source of where this technology came from. And again, you guys know me like if I find something that's better, I'm gonna do it. And then if I find something better than that, I pivot and I go that way 100%. So it wasn't a lot of fun for me to find this in one respect because I had to redo the labels again. I had to you know reorder the stuff from you. I had and then eventually I just pulled all the other stuff off the shelves and I ate. I ate it. I just didn't, you know, I, I just had it all sent here and I'm like throwing it in my dog's water and stuff like that. Cause I know it's still beneficial, but it's not like, I don't, I don't want that my, to my clients. I want them to get the good stuff like I have now. So I ate a lot of money to retool and do that. And I did that cause it was what's best for me. It was best for you guys. So I hope you guys really look at all the products that we have coming out now in silver. We have two right now. We have the 32 parts per million silver solution that you can use for multiple things. And we also have the, the, um, the gel. And you guys can use that for multiple things as well. And eventually we're going to be coming out with all other kinds of products with Keith as we continue our relationship. And as we grow and serve you guys and our business grows, we'll have the money to fund uh, getting other products of his out on the market to you guys. So I'm really excited and 
and just grateful for those of you that have uh, stuck around and um, listened and educated yourself and improved your health. And, and again, I, I just, I'm just really grateful for you guys as clients that have purchased our products and continue to purchase and know that we're just trying to do our best over here for, for your, for you and our own families and stuff like that. And this is a, it really is a breakthrough product and it's going to be in the chemical free body line forever. Um, until, unless somebody can show me something better, I, I just don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, you've got, not only is it, it just flat works, but you guys just keep lining up the the patents and you keep lining up the, the, the studies and you're, you're, you're not going to stop until this stuff is completely approved everywhere in the world. And I really appreciate that. So thanks. Thanks a lot, Keith, for being here, man. Appreciate you. It's a pleasure. Also, uh, and just one last closing thing. Remember that for my doctoral thesis, I actually wrote a book about silver and, and with the help of a couple thousand docs, I wrote protocols on how to use it. So if you want to look at a silver liquid and a silver gel and you want to answer all the questions, the book's free online and uh, it's called Silver Nature's Natural Healer. And you find the book. It's available at silveruseinstitute.com. Okay. And there's no product names. There's no product, you know, information. It meets spec with the, the government guys because it's a general use book on nano silver. But it answers a lot of the questions people might have. It's free. We just wanted people to be able to get the data and uh, know how to use it. And so the book helps a lot. Silveruseinstitute.com. It's free. It's and, good. Uh, it's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll put, well, we're going to put that on the product page eventually here as I get this new tech team on it. And just it's silveruseinstitute.com. You guys can, it's just, it's basically like one of those things when you buy essential oils and, and it's like a Bible of like, if you have this, then what do you do? If, which oil do you use? If you have this, then which oil do you do? So it kind of tells you like that, how much of this, how much of that. Um, and I know that you're going to do a little bit, um, it, it just, it's, it's a good book. It's a really good book. So, and it's, it's like this little thought, a dictionary, a thesaurus of uh encyclopedia of like how to use the stuff for common things that ha come up in your life. So, all right. Well, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope that everybody um, gets silver. I, I hope that we see a huge spike in our silver sales, especially as falls approaching, um, you know, the flu and cold season and all that stuff. But I mean, it's, it's, it's life. Like we should have this on our cupboard all the time. I've been talking to people. this. We need this stuff. It works. It's inexpensive and you have so many uses for it. I hope that we, um, uh, you guys can help us grow as we help you protect your family and bring that first line of defense to yourself and your family and your community until next time, change yourself, change your world. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to the health hero show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>